the deal? What's the deal, man? We back on the EA podcast. Let's do some game, man. The EA stands for East Alondra Podcast, man. How y'all doing, man? We back. But on this podcast episode, man, I got my boy Kaman in the building. Say what's up, man. What up, guys? What up? Hey, actually, I want to start out with some shout outs, with some shout outs right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do your thing, man. Do your thing. First of all, shout out uh, Virgin Islands, all my homies, not even homies, all my fam, and then we just can't extend that fam to the rest of the world, but that's on another note. Uh, shout out El Paso, home city, uh, we coming up. Shout out Las Cruces for fostering a lot of college kids You don't want to be living here, so hey, all right, that's all my shout outs right here. How would you describe your time at In The Man's Shoe, man? It was a trip, so just for perspective, like, we have UTEP in El Paso, so it's kind of a surprise to most people why we wouldn't have gone to uh, UTEP to at NMSU. But growing up in El Paso, you realize, one, they didn't invite black people there, alright? Let me say that. Most places in America, we just kind of ended up there. El Paso, they never invited us there. We got brought there by the military, okay, or work. And, but they make it very clear. They look at you. <laughs> right, right. That is the edge of Texas right there. Mm-hmm. Right there on the edge. Man. Whole different experience. Exactly. Now, I mean, you know, no hate to the city. Like, they, mm-hmm. they love it. But I thought about going to UTEP, and I just thought about high school part two, and I was like, no. All right, so coming out of high school kind of guy were you, man? Was you that party guy? Was you in the books? What, what was the deal? Because I want to know what was your expectations, you know what I'm saying, leading into college, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So coming out of high school, uh, Things were really different. Uh, I was doing sports since middle school. I was always that track and football guy. Low-key, a lot of people thought they knew me, but they didn't really know me because they just saw me as the guy around the football team or, or my group of friends just came from everywhere. Like, we didn't even have a presence, I think. So, um, I don't know, I did like all the upper class, the upper, uh, I call them AP classes, try and get those college points. So. I mean, basically, I was like, all right, but I want to live on campus. I want to live on campus because I don't want to be uh, coming from home. So coming into college, oh, yeah, you're living in college life. You're trying to get some pussy. You're trying to drink. You're trying to stay out late. Shit, yeah. ain't no time to be at home. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, my mom was even like, you're not staying here to college. <laughs> right. So I tell people get I got kicked out at 18. This <laughs> is right. not no joke. Straight up, get the boot. Mm, but um. Yeah, it was really different because I wasn't the athlete anymore. Hmm. You know what's worse than not being the athlete anymore? Exactly. It's watching the athletes take all the privileges you took for granted Sorry. in a bigger campus. Like, dang, man, I should suck at football. <laughs> right? You see how they have the juice and shit? Like, what the hell? They just show up to parties and it's just credit for no reason. Some of the parties wasn't even alive and less like, I ain't gonna lie, with the athletes there, you know what I'm saying? They rather track, football, basketball, whatever the situation was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They did hold it down. I give them that. MSU was a different place than El Paso. You ever go to, uh, I don't know where you stayed at when you first came here. I came in, what? I came in 2011, though, in uh, Garcia. I didn't drink in high school. I didn't do any of that. That nonsense, you know what I'm saying? I was living at home and I got a Caribbean mother. She doesn't play. She don't play. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let them know about that. Yeah, like one time my mom hit me just in case. Like she hit me because I did something wrong. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) And then it was like 15 minutes later and we're just sitting on the couch. I'm like at the base of the couch. I just, pop! What's that for, mom? Just in case. (laughs) Just in case. You, you forgot? Me. I didn't forget. For real, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my mom was like that too. She'd be calling me all the time, man. That's why I was just like, no, I'm out here partying. I gotta, I gotta put that on silent or something. 
yeah. Oh yeah, it was hard. It was hard at first because it's like, all right, all right, I'm still doing school. That's normal. But I can also be up until three o'clock, God knows where, and no one's really gonna care. Right. So that's gonna be like a new dynamic, and I've used the hell out of that. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, oh, what would you say was your best dorm life year, and why? What was your best dorm life year, and why? Mm. What dorm was you in? What was happening? It had to be Garcia, freshman year. It's always Garcia. Yeah. Garcia is like you know this cheap liquor. You. It's not the best for you. It's not good for your health, for sure. But, like, it's got the good memories. So, why was it the most special? Uh, there's so many people crammed in such a small space. I saw someone get knocked out. <laughs> I seen I seen someone almost get knocked out. Who was walking by someone's room. Their blinds just were not quite closed enough. And, bam, just from the window. I was like, well... Damn. It was all the action. Like, the most stereotypical college experience. Yeah, and even back in the day, I don't know why, but they used to average, like, one suicide death a damn semester year or something like that, bro. You saw somebody in a dorm just gone. I think that shit taped off one year probably. I was like, but I would have to say, my best dorm, dorm life year, it's going to have to be a close tie. Because, as you know, when the Brazilians came, it was freaking insane when the Brazilians came, man. So, like, that 2015, 2016 year, insane. Like, they, they brought it. They really brought it. You guys you guys were part with them in VDM, huh? Yeah, everywhere. VDM, Trevisa, Garcia. It was it was wild when they came in, but... Yo, they were fun people. Actually, I got a TV in my room right now. I got some one of them. All right, right, sure. Ah, but <laughs> my mama and them, you feel me? Sure, got some cheap yes. little TVs off before they left. Yes. But that and probably... Probably my freshman year. My freshman year when you can get hit with a water balloon walking to class. Yep. You get hit with a water balloon just walking fresh out your dorm in the morning. Yep. Like, it used to be like, you know, female versus male wars. People used to put peanut butter in the little slots. Because back in the day, you used to use your ID to get in your dorm room. Oh, no. keys. So people put freaking peanut butter, mayonnaise, all type of shit. All up in there, man. It was it was it was wild as hell, man. So those was those was fun times. That's messed up. I think it was definitely more real for y'all back before I got to Garcia. Yeah. Uh, they 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 weren't as wild, but they were more stupid. Like that's all I can say about that. <laughs> they pulled the fire alarms. You remember that? Yeah, that's every year. Every year the fire alarm gets pulled. It's either what like midterms or finals. It always comes at like two three in the morning. Somebody pulled it. I have. I don't know if they've been doing it recently, but you know, it, it was a tradition. And shit, hopefully, you little young bastards are uh, holding it down. You know Low key, saying? I'm about to find myself on campus. Just, you know, let me just do it one time for one time. Right. Know? See, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like some of us alumni need to do like a vlog. You know, I think like some of these kids need to see the vlog and be like, hey, this is how it used to be. This is how it was. Yeah, like have some school pride. You know, something, you know, we trying to build some tradition, something to this school to get it lit. Like we was like what, the top ten or some school drinking school in the nation, party school in the nation. Oh, it had to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fight song. Exactly. Back in the day, man, it was going up. It's sad to say back in the day now. Like it's, 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 we are like damn near pushing close to uh, to those tens. But you know what? Uh I'd say 
like you got to experience each dorm environment for what it is because yeah. I had different experiences in each of those dorms. Garcia, yeah. Pinon, Pinon was like that bougie one. That's where all the athletes went. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, out yeah. the door, the finest girls. Fuck it. Uh, uh, objectively, the men were fine too. Like everyone was just like everybody did they should. Shit, yeah, this feel like a whole new level. Yeah. But you still go to Garcia because you, know, you still get ratchet up Robin there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gets ratchet over here. That's 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 mm-hmm. there the projects basically right up over there. Everybody from the projects yeah. is right there in the goddamn Garcias. And then like I said, Trevisa's like that was like. You're somewhat of your house party on campus, you know what I'm saying? There really ain't no little houses really near campus where people have like a house party. But like, yeah, that would be like your kind of like your house party a little bit would be Chamisa. I got excited for Chamisa parties because it felt like you weren't gonna get busted as quick. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And Cruces parties are known for getting busted in 30 minutes, an hour. You'll be lucky if your party pumping for two hours. You'll oh, be yeah. lucky. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm still going to show up at 11. But they know damn well the police already have an alarm set. Just, all right, about 30. Let's go. Let's go. We know there's only like three parties uh, a weekend at best in Las Cruces. So, you know, that's something the new, genera- new generations listen to this. Just throw more parties, man. They can't stop you all. They can't stop you all. All right. It's the $500 tickets, man. Yeah. The house owners. They got tired of that. Yeah. And that's the one thing I'll say is uh, when we first came onto the campus, like uh, the seniors and kind of like the juniors were kind of like leading the campus a little bit, throwing the parties. Mm-hmm. But then, like I said, they got tired of taking the tickets and everything. Young folks, they ain't getting their apartments fast enough or whatever. Get their apartment, finally get their ticket. Their mama, they got them co-signer or something, and boom, yeah. bam, they in trouble. So they ain't trying to have it no more. Nobody's willing to take the risk. No more, and I was like, hey, I feel it. Well, that's when they started throwing parties at hotels and stuff. Right. Hey, shout out to AJ uh, for throwing some of those parties, though. Right? AJ held it down, man. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when we needed something, hey, she came to the rescue, man. What was it? The, the Lava Rock parties. Lava Rock yeah, parties. Lava Rock parties. Yeah, parties Luka, was the shit. Um, but see, see, can't do right. We had some fights outside. Yeah, yeah, man. I remember one military dude showed up and bust the window. Little short dude got mad or something. I'm just like, come on, bruh. That's what happens. Yeah, you gotta sit there and explain that bullshit. I'm like, come on, dude. They just need more things to do out here. So that's that's yeah. what it needs to be. Um, I'm just looking at it like, all right, all right. Uh, if you're 18 and up, it's still really bad. Like, don't get me wrong, but at least we got bars. At least we got Radcade, you know. Shout out them. I've, exactly. They they kept my my college spirit alive just a little bit. Yeah, we're hanging on by a thread. Yeah, and that is true about the little. Uh, if you under twenty one, you know what I'm saying, and you know what I'm saying above eighteen or whatever. Back in the day, there were so many house parties, you wasn't even worried about Dublin's and all these other spots that was open. wasn't worried about that, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get in and all of that. It was a trip because so many parties. Now it's like damn. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, ain't that many house parties going on now, so it's really just like the above twenty one areas is the only one that's kind of open. So I kind of, I kind of see y'all struggle, you know, but that ain't stopping y'all from drinking, smoking, popping zans, popping perks, and all that shit. So I know y'all having y'all own little fun and y'all own Coachella ass way, you know what I'm saying? Get your flow, go with it. Yeah, I know y'all booming on that one. What's what's one of your favorite house party memories, man? Man, we're in the woods. In the woods? We're in the woods. Uh, I don't know what got us there, 
but we, it was supposed to be a mansion party. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. We were like, all right, let's get to this party. Google took us out back um, into the woods. Mm-hmm. So we started walking through there. It was a good 30-minute walk before we got to a big-ass fence that was on the outside of the mansion. Wow. Can you imagine walking for 30 minutes wondering where the hell is this place? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hell to the gnaw. And it's dark in New Mexico. Ain't no goddamn like street lights and mm-hmm. lamps and shit to find your way. Remember, it's like stickers, you know, cactuses out there. So they're getting you. Yeah. You get to the fence. You're like, all right, I guess we got to jump. Uh, it was like an eight foot high fence. Uh-huh. Jump the fence, walked up to the party. As soon as we as soon as we started walking in there, and we just kind of like walked right through the people as they're walking out, it was like, well, that's one of my favorite memories just because it showed just how futile the effort was. <laughs> Boy, I tried. But what about going to El Paso, right? So what's your favorite different world. spot? It's a different world. In my home city, what's the favorite spot of yours to go to? Man, so far I'm gonna have to say. That little spot down there uh, where like EPTX and all that little stuff is. Okay, that's uh, When I went there, it was cool because like, I think it's like three spots, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like three little spots right there. So anyone you kind of go to is going to, you know what I'm saying, be some people kind of be lit. You know what I'm saying? I can kind of see. And then um, Cincinnati, everybody knows Cincinnati. You know what I'm saying? But Cincinnati get turned down a little bit. Yeah, but that's and then like I say, everybody know uh, Cincinnati, but Cincinnati got kind of dry because like I said, man, it got people. Now this is shit that I don't understand, man. There's people. This is like almost like the Crucis effect for me. It's what I call the Crucis effect, where a party or a function got the numbers. But it don't got the goddamn atmosphere or the, oh, the intensity, man. the hypeness. Like that's why I'm just like, man, why is everybody by the bar? Everybody getting their drinks. Everybody getting faded. Nobody want to get danced. Nobody want to pop off. Nobody want to do nothing. People just want to stand around, be stupid, and fight, or get into an argument or whatever situation is. I'm just like, hey, what's the deal? Like, where's the where the turn up at? You know what I'm saying? Here's like, the issue is that El Paso is a very confused city. Nothing really makes sense in that city, all right? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be Texan, but what the hell? You're right next. You're right next to Juarez, all right? Yeah, exactly. Spain to Mexico. We're supposed to be conservative, but we're very liberal. Mm-hmm. But even as liberal as we are, we're still pretty conservative. So mm-hmm. what does that mean? No one's really trying to get high, you know, living their best life in a party. Uh, they're just trying to look good, you know. Uh, maybe steal someone's man, or maybe have a man that they could deny. And, and tell them uh, their homegirls that they're dancing right now or right. shoot, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, no one's really going to those parties to party. No, you know? no, I'm saying it, man. That shit's, like, pissing me off. I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing out here a bit? Like, trying to look good and, and see who we can trick into having kids. I guess so, man. Shout out to all the military dudes, because y'all winning. Y'all oh. winning, man. Yeah, you know that made me so mad. I never Shout had out to, to the military women too. Only y'all, y'all fine as hell. Real talk, but I never had to compete with no military men in high school. Yeah, I come to college, they roll up in their chargers. <laughs> man, it don't matter. It's like, hey, we're here with the turnout. Of course, you don't have homework tomorrow. You know, it is. They're right. ready for anything. Yeah, you know, you know, a little training, whatever you gotta do. Boom, bam. Catch like to check. Get your check. Yeah, that's it. Shit, you know, what else there to talk about? I thought they was rich. I was like, yo, he always got that Hennessy when he comes through. Right. There's always some supply here. And then I found out, I was like, oh, shoot, it's 
you know, our military fast, we have to pay. So you from El Paso, man. Tell us what's the what's the what's the highs and the lows, man. All right. Major highs in El Paso is the food, right? Now I know people from California think that El Paso Mexican food ain't your kind of Mexican food. Look, we Man, somebody told, told me San Antonio Mexican food ain't even goddamn close to El Paso Mexican food. Look, San Antonio's just gonna get more Texas. That means there's just gonna be more brisket. Uh, more brisket, maybe some more bread. Look, El Paso's got it. El Paso's got it because they don't care about health standards for the most part. Okay, okay. alright. You go to Chico's Tacos, you go to El Paso, you go there, you eat the tacos, you don't drink that that sauce, that soup. Just don't do it, man. It, that's where people mess up. That's the food, all right? And it's cheap. Everyone in El Paso love to just do things on a budget, all right? The lows? Speaking of a budget, it don't cheap. Let me get another shot of this this cheap ass Swaza. Or what is it? Sousa. I'm trying to have it. Get it close. Gold. Get it close. Same silver. Reba. Reba. Well, I need hold on. Let me pour it up. Oh, dang. You already on third. Yeah, yeah. I'm already on the other. I'm already on the other. This podcast is sponsored by um, Sousa. Tequila. Go. Drink up. And who do you think is more scared, to be honest? Do you think females are more intimidated, to be honest, or dudes are more intimidated, to be honest? I don't think... um, Okay. All right. As far as temporary situations, men men are very ready to be honest because logically, you know, we just see it for what it is. We don't want to call it anything else or whatever. Women, more typically, uh, uh, are not seeing it through logic. Therefore, it's really hard to be honest with a really fluctuating situation in your heart. You know, okay. like, all right, yeah, maybe you don't feel. All right, you know, this is gonna be honest real quick. Maybe you don't feel like a. Okay. Maybe you're claiming your sexuality, but at the same time, you dressing in the whole clothes. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, you talking to a lot of people like a uh, hoe. All right. Not saying that. I'm, nah, I'm not gonna take that one. All right. You out here doing what people call as a hoe. Just own it. Just that's all we're asking. Like it's not a bad thing, you know. See, and this is the thing. I think the fight is that. Women want men to take that title too. Mm. They just like men are hoes too, and y'all don't get hold to the same hoe standard mm-hmm. as women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You basically call a woman, oh, you need to turn down her whole goddamn reputation and everything else. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. kind of really demeaning. But you call a dude a hoe, it's just like it's almost like the trophy, almost a little bit. You know what I'm saying? How some people are gonna take it. You know what I'm saying? There's really no real way to tear a man down with a hoe word. So you a hoe, boom, boom, boom. He's gonna feel bad about it. Like, yeah, I think I need to start doing right. Yeah. Nah, that's just not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Unless females, that's just what it is. Unless it's a pastor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you got a dignified profession and you out here, you know what I'm saying, slumming around, then yeah. Okay, your adultery and all of that, that definitely is going to be grounded upon. You're going to be all fucked up off that. But to the general man that's out here hopping with different partners, calling him a hoe, a fuckboy, whatever you want to call it, it does not phase men. It just comes right off the shoulders. But you come up with a term. You come up with thought. You come up with hoe. You come up with whatever. Man, that weighs heavy on females. Like, that weighs heavy. I don't want to be classified as that. I don't want to be that. You don't never hear a dude running around here saying, man, I ain't trying to have one of these females call me a fuck nigga, so I'm going to just start treating every bitch with respect. 
That is not the case. That is not the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. And that's just facts. You know what I'm saying? You know, we just gotta be... You gotta stop letting it be a thing about what we want to hear. And let it be a thing about the situation. Alright? Look, there's gotta be guy hoes and guy whatever it isn't. Women hoes, whatever it isn't. Let's just be honest about it. Because I'm tired. I'm tired of people trying to lie about what they do because they can't accept themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't lie about yourself. Don't do that. Just come in there full fledged with the truth. Just get it over with. That's right. Please, girl. Don't betray yourself. It's nothing else than yourself. No matter what you do, just lay it out on the line. You Look, it saying? takes all the colors to make a picture, but you're one of them. Whatever you're doing, we know it's in the world. All right? right. That goes for all of us. Exactly. Speaking of talking, what about the talking phase? Oh, all right. Talking phase versus the actual dating phase. It's a blurred line. Can you clarify that for the folks? Can you unblur those lines? What is the talking phase? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. And what does the official dating phase look like? Okay. We talked about females that take dudes on dates. Right. And talking about we just talking. So like, damn, I spent this money on these dates and oh man, you talking about we were just talking now, you with somebody else and yada. So how do we unblur those lines? Talking means alright. I know they're attracted to me. Uh, I know I'm attracted to them and we're speaking. And we know that on some level something's going on. Dating, alright? Dating's like, alright, I take you on a date. I pay for you. You can date exclusively or non-exclusively. That doesn't change anything. But once again, if you're dating, if you're dating non-exclusively, I don't even believe you really have to say, "Hey, I'm not dating exclusively." I believe if someone asks, "Are you dating other people?" You should be like, "Yes." Or uh, I'm not exclusive, so it doesn't matter. One of those two things. We have to be honest about the situation, yeah. right? There's all sorts of ways to be honest and straightforward without having to give more information than that person needs at the time. Especially if you're just talking to them and you're, you know, all right, talking, dating, uh, and that's not even your girlfriend yet. It's your girlfriend. You ask them to be your girlfriend. So we got talking, dating, and then once you make it official, that's when the relationship begins. Oh, it began with talking, you know? The relationship? The relationship. But I'm talking about as far as like, okay, now you can actually go out and say, you know, we are together. You can put that post. We can actually claim one of another. That comes after dating, right? Because that's when you guys say, okay, you know, we didn't did this, we didn't did that, we didn't talk about scenario situations. Now I feel like, yeah, I, I'm cool enough to enter this relationship with you. True. Okay, okay. so we True. can do that. So, as soon as you take her on the first date, right. you gotta go to the movies, yada, 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 everything cool, and y'all continue to talk afterwards, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, officially, is that, can we officially put a stamp on that and say that is dating? You're, you guys now are just dating now. Yep. And I'll put a stamp on that. i put a stamp on that. And if a female tells you that that is not the case, what would you say? Yeah, miscommunication. <laughs> miscommunication. I'm thinking things, you're thinking different things. We've got to fix this sooner or else this ain't going the distance. Okay. You know. So what? Okay. There's a lot of things that happen like this too. The talking phase where girls is just like, damn, we've been talking, but you not trying to take me out, and she's not even trying to do the initiative of setting up a date or anything. You haven't linked up or anything, mm-hmm. but yet she's applying pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But she's saying this is just a talking phase. She's, she's like, we're not dating. 
But I do want to meet up with you. I do want to spend some time, a lot of time with you. But I'm just not going to consider that dating you. Okay. Even though we link up, rather, smoke, drink, go out, bam, we're still just talking. That's not dating. What if she says that? She tells you that to the jump. Like, if you think this is going to be dating, then that's not dating. dating. That's not dating. Well, you can catch me out another weekend with another guy doing the same thing, and you should be cool with it. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. If she doesn't consider it a date, all right, if it's not clear that what you're doing is a date, then it's not a date. If, it, if it's like a movie or whatever, um, it's like date-ish, you know? But I've gone to movies with friends, guys and girls, just one of each, you know? And it hasn't been a date. But at the same time, there's... Uh, subconsciously, we know. Okay. We know, we know. We all know that we know, we do know. But we play our games with the, you know, conscious section of our brains and say, alright, well, we haven't totally established this, you know, that type of thing. So are we in the day and age where we have to actually, like, now state the question and make it official? Do you have to, like, now ask your partner, like, hey, are we dating? Is like just like are we in a relationship? Like, do you want to be my boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever? Then that question now has to be asked when it comes to dating now. Like, I call do you have to get a definitive step. yes or no now if you're dating this person? Look, relationships can be built on all sorts of things, right? But if you're all right with, you know, um, uh, like if you're all right with it really not mattering because you're not. Uh, trying to find out where you're still I'm the type of person I'm not into titles I hate titles right just screw titles let's just vibe out whatever it is it is what it is and yeah. then bam you know law of attraction it's gonna happen right but this whole like let's force every single title like oh uh the whole boo title oh you just my boo what the fuck is that what the fuck is a boo to compared to a babe compared to a hubby compared to whatever all these other nicknames like Boo still get those nice hearts in the messages. Your hubby don't even get those nice hearts. Yeah, I feel like Boo get played. That's what Boo gets. That's Boo gets played. That's a dangerous zone. You yeah, the friend zone is hey, dangerous. Boo. No. I think Boo gets played. The Boo zone is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, it's tough being the Boo zone. Yeah. Yeah. The boo zone is worse than the friend zone. There's so many expectations. Way worse than the friend zone. Oh, your relationship's being brought to that group chat weekly. Yeah. Right. Here's, what, here's what he did. Look, he's not my friend. He's my... You know, that's when they feel like they can... Re- not they, but they. All right? right? When they can really feel like they can have some standards. Like, why isn't my boo doing this thing? I thought they should be doing this. It's like... That's when it starts to get rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess there's a level to this boom thing, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, sh- shout out to all my female guests or uh, audience out there. I need y'all on the show. We need to get y'all perspective, yeah. you know what I'm saying, on this. Because we need to get to the bottom of this whole situation, you know what I'm saying? Especially the whole little dating doo-wop, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because uh, I think... For all my male guests that have been on my show, I think we all have the same consensus. I think we all come to the same, you know, same conclusion about how things is kind of like ran, how we kind of see things. I think it's only their side where uh, we're gonna need to tap into. You know what I'm saying? We have to see what's up with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but uh, it's been another great episode on EA Podcast. Listen to some game, man. EA Podcast. That's for Easter Monster Podcast, man. Y'all already know the deal, man. It was sponsored by this. Uh, Sousa business and everything, man. Gold, man. Like I said, I want my boy Devon, man. Drop your tags before we get on out of here, man. All right. Um, I don't know what which of these are uh, private, but Instagram, Kevzy's name, 
Uh, find me on Twitter, aka The Prophet. All right. Uh, hit me up on Snapchat if you got me on Snapchat already. I don't want any more new people. All right. Peace out. Now. All right, all right, man. Another beautiful episode of the podcast, man. Y'all stay alive, stay lit, man.